Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to HutCast. HutCast is a pragmatic approach to several things that happen in life and happen around us. So tune in, check us out. If you like us, give us a thumbs up to HutCast. Welcome to HutCast. HutCast today, we're going to have a little conversation about a topic we covered oh, just a show or two ago about the gun show loophole. Stay tuned and HUDCAST will be right back. Now a word from our sponsors. Today's sponsor in part by Excel Roofing. Excel Roofing. They do it all. Roofs, siding, framing. You need a house? Give Excel a call. I've used these guys personally in the past. Have a professional crew. They're conscious of your job and they want to produce the finest quality of craftsmanship available. Excel Roofing. 763-712- 0757 again 763-712-0757 Excel Roofing Dayton Minnesota Welcome back and first thing on the docket today is gun show loophole we've had this conversation in the past I uh, have done some more research on this and have found out that maybe this loophole is something that should be looked at now, this doesn't mean, hey, all you uh, gun grabber guys out there go out and, hey, tear the wall down and take everything apart and, and, and just tear it up. What this means is I happen to have a conversation, not, not in person, but by text or however you want to communicate these days, to a certain company, a company that I held in high regards. And this company said to me, after trying to get a hold of this guy, this company, for, for weeks and weeks, and, and to pin him down on a certain area and say, I'd really like to know if you guys allow anyone who is not a licensed FFL to sell on your property during one of your gun shows. The responses were very all over the board. First time it was, hey, we can, yes, you can sell knives and guns. Then the, the, the response was, well, we we like to, to have the freedom of someone selling their own private property. Oh, we like to have this, all kinds of things. Finally, after about the fifth interaction with this company, he must have just got sick of me asking. And here's what he said in verbatim. We do allow people to sell firearms of their personal nature to the public at our event. However... These people must follow strict guidelines followed and set forth by the federal government, uh, the United States, FFL, and the ATF. What he failed to mention to me was, because I had asked him this several times, I says, hey, we all know that it's illegal for someone to sell these firearms in a repetition type of fashion. So let's say you have a personal collection and you go out and you say you want to... um, sell and buy just for your personal use well that's still allowed by law but are the same people doing it over and over and over again well we already have a law in the books with that that's called in-commerce sales of repetition of weapons so the in-commerce part says that this individual goes out doesn't need a license doesn't need a transfer is constantly buying and selling at every show And he wanted to shroud that in a, well, legally they can do that. 
Well, I don't think so. I don't think it's his definition. I don't think it's this company, which, again, I held in high regards to say, you know what? This company wouldn't do that because these these guys are the guys that are protecting our Second Amendment rights and not abusing them. I think I've been corrected. Because of his answers, I, I now believe that there's an issue here. I, I don't know to what extent uh, they're coming to a town near me, and I'm going to go visit them incognito, undercover, and just kind of see if I can walk in there and buy a gun from anybody without a 4473 background NICS check. Again, I did hold these guys in high regard. Uh, I, I didn't figure they would let just anybody get in there and do it, especially on a repetitive mode. And again, as far as the ATF is concerned, if you go into a gun store or a gun show or a gun, whatever you're doing, and you want to sell, you want to sell that product over and over and over and over again. So let's say you buy it from Juniper, Florida, and then you take it over to Juniper 1, and you sell that same gun you just got there, but you made a margin or a profit on it. And then you sell another gun that you bought there and sell it back to the other one. So that in lies the question of it's for profit. It is a business. You are intentionally making this happen for whatever reason you're doing it for without a license. Again, the feds are very specific on how they do this. And if this is one of the loopholes that a lot of people are talking about, I'm going to tell you right now in future shows, I'm going to go out there and get this. I'm I'm going to see this for myself, and I'm going to purchase one, and I'm going to report back to you, my listeners. Again, in over 20 countries, we have uh, thousands of uh, listeners as far as impressions. we got all kinds of guys out there in the world. I, I don't know if you guys in the other countries much care about this stuff here in the U.S., but it's here, and we are going to uh, listen to it. I'm going to report back to it. I just wanted you guys up on the same page. Because I really, you know, I, I, I gun control, it's, it's a fallacy, and no one's going to do it. No one can do it. But what you can do is have all these people who aren't in the system go out and buy the gun properly. So any type of weapon that you want to get is going to be not traceable because we don't have a gun registry in the United States, but, you know, acquirable by proper channels. That's how I want to put that. Okay, moving on. Biden's gun ghost situation. We've covered his uh, blabbering of baloney about the Second Amendment and how he wants gun control to start now and how he, he you know, if you listen to his, his deal, he didn't say anything about praying and hoping and feeling and he says that, that don't work, so now we're going to do something about it. Well, hold on here. There are a ton of people in the world that pray and that's doing something for them. It doesn't stop the shooter, but neither will the law that he's going to create. So if this guy... Our president, I really loosely say ours, but the president, wants to think that, hey, your prayers are not going to help, but our laws will. What is the difference between his law and your prayer? It's still still a leap of faith. I, I don't get where he's coming from. But you know what? He's like 90. He's senile. He's prepping the second to take over. Our vice president will soon be our president. You just watch. Mark my words, everybody. Mark my words. 
it is going to happen just when. Okay, back to this ghost gun. For you people who are not gun people, or kind of are, and you might have heard the term 80 percenters. 80% is a definition of in which machining process of a weapon is not done. So 80% of it is done, you have an additional 20% to finish. Now that last 20%, because it's not finished, can be sent out to a buyer without a 4473 because it's not a finished working product, and, and that's the law. And a person can get these lowers, these pieces, these parts without numerization, and it's considered still not a gun. Well, it's an interesting scenario because when they sell you these 80 percenters, what's what's with them is a a jig in which where you can finish the machining process. Uh, you can drill the final holes. You can set it up in your machine, or you can just do it on your bench. You could you could finish a gun with a drill and a file. You'll be filing a while, but you can still do it. So 80 percenters, unbelievable, very accurate, very uh, right now. I mean, there's no, there's no, there's the, that's, that's, if there's anything loophole, that's it. And I'm not against them. Uh, I just think that there's one of these things that ghost guns can be curbed on. So if I can't get a gun, I'm going to build one. If I can't build a gun, I'm going to hire someone to build one. But as soon as you have someone hired to build a gun, because you can't buy one illegally, because you've got felony charges or whatever your background is, now, there's where the problem lies. You're going to find someone who has some equipment, who has the machines, who has the files, who has the drill presses to make this for you. Now, he is in violation of federal law. You are manufacturing a weapon for labor, services, parts, dollars, whatever, however you're going to pay him. You can pay him in gum. It doesn't matter. What matters is you did it for him. Now, we as an FFL would never engage in such a ludicrousy because we don't believe in that kind of deal. But there are a lot of people who do. We uh, here at our place we have a very strict policy about we follow the rules pretty specifically. And, and a lot of people don't. Hence the reason why I'm digging into the first part of this conversation about the gun show loophole. Well, this is still a loophole. So if you put those two together, the gun show loophole and the 80 percenters, imagine what you could do on an average salary basis just by selling these pieces. Well, heads up, the 80 percenter is just part of the gun. You can still buy the slide. You can still buy the barrel. You can buy all the equipment to install it. You can build this weapon in your home without any prior training, without any type of government intervention, without anything. So I'm watching the market this week. Biden opens his um, age hole. That's right, you heard me, age hole, because you don't know what's coming out of it next. He's, he, he doesn't even know what the ATF is. He calls it the A, the AFT. Well, he's been a president for how many months? And he's been a vice president for how many years? And a congressman for how many decades? And and this cat can't even tell you what the AFT is? Uh-huh. Marking my words, because this is going to happen. 
Camilla Camilla is going to take over because he can't. All right, so you go to the you go to the gun store, you buy this piece. You, you got to go through a 4473 form. You got to go through the NICS check. If you don't pass any of those, you don't get a gun. Now, the 80%ers, you put them together, you get you get an 8% at a gun show, which I'm going to do at the next gun show here locally. And now you have this whole thing going on. So when Joe opened up again that age hole and started lighting everybody up, watching the market of these 80%ers went through the roof unbelievable amount of sales here's what i think now let's say you're a vendor you have a whole warehouse of these 80 percenters this guy opens up his age hole and now you have a whole 10 trucks full of stuff you got to get rid of and in a hurry so at first the prices went kind of crazy now it's buy two, get 10 free. I'm being facetious, of course. But you buy a bunch, you get a bunch. Wow. Just from this guy saying this. This this went, this went crazy. Everything went crazy. And, and, you know, I don't know what's going to really happen here. I, again, I don't think he can have a XO just because he's the president and he can bypass Congress and the Senate and all this stuff. So he's going to make this law about, uh, okay, now hold on. If you're going to make this law, we are now going to have no representation by taxation. So you guys who voted him in there, and I'm not saying you guys, I mean saying the you guys, you voted him in there to do this. You, you, you pay him tax dollars to do this, and he's doing what he wants to without your representation. Hmm. I guess if I was the if I was the guy in the background here saying, well, if you're not going to listen to the Second Amendment, then I guess we don't need taxation either. Maybe we should shut the taxation off. I'm I'm okay with that. So if we if we defund Congress, we can defund all this stupidness. Let's turn this around on these guys. Let's defund Congress. How do you start that? Well, in our world, you make sure you gain every deduction you can. In our world, you make sure that everything that is a write-off maintains to be a write-off. In our world, is you beat them at their own game because it's their game. I'm all right with that. They want to defund our police in Minneapolis. They want to defund. They want them defunded until they need them in Minneapolis. Mm, don't know about you, but I don't think that's kind of the right thing to do there. So I would say no on the defunding, um, the police, that is. I say yes on defunding Congress. They need some defunding. So what else here? Okay, skipping around a little bit. The southern border is crying and screaming about these weapons that are coming across. We don't know what's coming across. We just know that they are. So in the southern border, are they taking these guns, these 80 percenters, these whatever it is, and bringing it back to the border so that they can remove them and redo them here. And then all of a sudden we've got MS-13. We've got all the, and I don't even know the gang language anymore. I, I, I never did, but they're out there. So is all these people taking this stuff back across? Because I'm sure, I'm sure there's something that's going on there. Otherwise, all these southern borders wouldn't be, you know, really upset with this border crossing. And I did hear in the news, I'm sure everybody's following it, that the 
Biden administration is looking at continuing the wall because it's so out of control. Can you say hypocrisy at its finest? Because that's what that is. Hypocrisy. Not a big Joe hater, not a big Joe lover. But you know what? Sometimes common sense has got a rule. And I don't believe that he's got much common sense. He's not practicing it. His press secretary is, is constantly covering his butt. And I think we've seen this when Trump did it. How many press secretaries did he have? They're constantly covering his speeches up or his tweets or his this or his that's. I don't know. 2024, I see some buzz world about Candace Owens and the little girl Trump, the, 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 the daughter of Trump. I do believe that would be an excellent choice. Conservative values, um, common sense, I've listened to them. And if you haven't heard them, Candace Owens and then uh, Trump's daughter. Kind of a kind of a good team. Both females, both minorities. Okay, Camilla. So if you wanna if you really want to be the first vice vice president woman, well let's have a president woman. And not not Hillary. We don't need that. She's already proven her stripes. Go home, go lay by your dish, get out of our way. We we got a country to run, and we've seen how you do it. A lot of your friends end up uh not living. That's why I couldn't be one of your friends, or I couldn't afford to be. I'd be I'd be gone. Okay. Covered a lot of things today. Not going to be a long show, but I did want to cover the Biden 80%er, his gun tactics, um, the AFT, as he puts it, and the border crossing with all the guns and drugs and all the stuff that's going on in the southern border. I think it's coming back and around. I listen to uh, Dan Bongino once in a while, I listen to Glenn Beck, I listen to some people all over the world, and, and you know, you listen to uh, different ideas, and if they can just take out some of the hate, I think the truth will stand clear. So we're just rocking about 20 minutes on this show. Um, thank you all. Again, short show, I'll try to get some more out there, and we are still working on the local government going to set a fire under somebody's behind. We were supposed to have him here tonight, but he has uh, things to do. So we're going to try and get him in the studio. Either that or this guy's all full of crap and we can't listen to him anyway. But I want you to know that that's what's going on. I have not forgotten about this. I do want to push forward on this type of deal. For all your long-distance guys, not a thing. But for us locals, it's kind of a thing. Also, I have tried to approach uh, Jerry Cook on the Car Show Cruise. I'm a big car guy. We run a show. We have some fun with it. The Car Show Cruise in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. It is uh, getting quite quite large, and some of the city council guys are really not digging it. Uh, they feel it's an invasion. I, I, I can understand that. But they paid taxes, and every tab on that car paid taxes to be on that road. So if you're going to do what Anoka, Minnesota, did and just shut off cruising, well, then that's going to be a constitutional fight somewhere, isn't it? So backing up on that, uh, Jerry Cook, he's also a good speech guy. We could we could put him on here. Again, he's the mayor of uh, Coon Rapids, Minnesota. I hope he uh, listens to my show and he gets some, some background on what we're doing. That lines us up for today's podcast at HutCast. And you guys have, have a great and awesome week. Thanks and bye-bye. And that's a wrap for HutCast. 
Hutcast is, again, a pragmatic approach to seeing things how some people see them. If you like our show, give us a thumbs up on the Facebook site. Again, for Hutcast, thank you again. Have a wonderful evening.